Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. We've got a great show for you tonight. We have the head women's golf coach from Center College on tonight, Miss Jane Hopkinson Wood, another one of the bright and up and coming coaches in the country in Division Three. But first, we want to highlight one of our friends out there in the golf world. It's called Twigs Golf, T W I G S Golf. Uh, they have an excellent uh, company and program. They make some of the coolest tees you've ever seen. And they have a really great program that when you buy a pack of tees from them, they donate tees to junior golf. Uh, so if you're looking for a company that's doing a good job of giving back and helping grow the game, check out our good friends at Twigs Golf. Now let's get to our interview with Coach Jane. All right. Uh, joining me tonight is the head women's golf coach from Center College in Danville, Kentucky, Jane Hopkinson Wood. Jane, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing, Mike? I'm great. Uh, thanks so much for coming on the pod. Uh, we, we, we try to make sure we get a good balance of coaches that do both both teams and some women's sports and some men's teams. And so uh, really happy to have you on. Uh, and again, another young coach. And, and you know, really, I, 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 tell us a little bit how you got to center. So I was finishing up uh, my senior year at Wittenberg University. Um, and I knew I wanted to go into coaching probably my junior year of college. Um, and then the assistant men's and women's program, uh, position popped open and I applied for it. Um, and I applied for that one and a few other ones and center just felt like the right fit. It was something that I was used to and, uh, came down to center, um, was the assistant coach for the fall season. And then, um, they decided to split the programs up. And they, you know, offered me, they saw the work I was doing and then offered me the head women's uh, role. And I took it and fell in love with the place and knew I had to stay. So that's great. And it's only about what, four, four and a half hours away from Wittenberg? Actually, it's about three. Okay. Well, so, there you yeah. go. I overestimated. I, you know, it depends on which way you go and uh, probably four if you're going through Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati yeah. is a traffic jam, but. Yeah, there's a little work going on on a bridge right there that is a, a, a logistical nightmare right now. But what our listeners may not remember is that Coach Jane here was one heck of a player at Wittenberg. I believe the only four-time All-American to play women's golf at Wittenberg. Not only that, but she won 15 tournaments in her career at Wittenberg. Uh, and also, um, I don't know if you heard this little tournament called the National Championships. In 2018, she finished third individually. Quite the stick. In fact, I asked some of her uh, fellow Wittenberg alums about what kind of uh, stick she was. And she said, oh, Jane can play. She can really play. Yeah, it was, a, it was definitely a fun time. I enjoyed my experience. But I also, you know, wouldn't have been as successful if it wasn't, you know, for my teammates, but also, you know, coach Roop, who's now the head uh, men's golf coach at Toledo was a huge part in that as well, along with coach yeah. P. So. Well, and, and that's the funny part is, is that our, our recent podcast with coach Laszlo, I, I feel like Wittenberg is suddenly the cradle of coaches for uh for division three golf. We're, we're finding Wittenberg people everywhere. So that that's awesome. Well, not to, not to, you know, to uh, Wittenberg's horn, but they are building champions for a lifetime. I will tell you that. So There you go. That's a, that's a good, I, I like that response. That's great. So, so coach, you know, it was a very interesting year last year that you guys had, you know, I, I know Savannah tournament was coming around and then next thing I know, we've got like two, two people showing up, kind of walk us through sort of 
you know, uh, kind of how you got through the COVID thing. And then that, that first time, all right, we're going to get to play. And then all of a sudden, ah, no. Yeah. Um, it was a crazy time for sure. I think one thing that we, you know, weren't expecting was contact tracing. I think that hit a lot of teams um, because with contact tracing, right. One person who tested positive, you can spread to, you know, through contact tracing, knock out 15 people to send a quarantine. So that was something we weren't expecting. Um, and then I remember it, you know, we were going to leave that Friday, Friday night. So it was Thursday at noon where I got the call where, you know, three of my players got sent to, you know, um, were contact traced. And then, um, you know, someone on our team did test positive for COVID. Um, and then because of that, you know, they had team dinner the night before. So of course everyone had a quarantine except for, you know, my two players who had already had it. So they were exempt for 90 days. So that's kind of what happened literally the day before we were supposed to leave. And then that happened. So, um, but from then on, the girls have been great, you know, with their attitudes given this past season and what COVID brought. So, yeah. So, so you, you get a couple people to Savannah, which was, you know, disappointing because you guys had played really well there the year before the last time we held it. Um, and, and, you know, but, but then you guys go down to Jekyll show up and fin- finish second. Right. I mean, so tell me a little bit about, you know, getting the squad. I, I'm sure there was a lot of motivation after some people missing out on that. Yeah. I mean, the players are ready to go. I mean, I think when, right. Um, when you hear, Hey, you know, a tournament's taken away from you when they already lost in a way an entire year of golf due to, you know, the spring during COVID. And then this past fall, they lost a year of golf. So they're ready to go. Um, so they've been working their butt off. I mean, even for my players who were in quarantine, they were putting in the hotel room, they were putting wherever they were quarantining and, you know, they kept swinging. Um, but for us, you know, we really were focusing on enjoying each day that we had together because we knew from, you know, that contact tracing and losing Savannah that, you know, you have to really appreciate the time. You don't know if you're going to be able to play the next day. Um, so that was kind of our mindset hanging in a Jekyll, but also, I mean, we just focused one day at a time, you know, we know those three day tournaments are, um, you know, they're a marathon, they're not sprints. So we knew heading into it, we just wanted to focus, you know, on each single day and, uh, stick to our game plan. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys, and you did. And, and boy, uh, I, I thought Riley Suter had just a great year for, for a young player. Um, and she really paced you guys a lot for, for a lot of the year. I, I know she had like one, one or two weeks where she wasn't on top of her game, but, but then you come out and you win the SAAs on a, on a hard golf course that was set up tough. And, you know, that had to feel really, really good kind of being able to go down there and kind of take that title and, and know you were headed to nationals. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Riley Cedar has been, um, she's easily one of the hardest working players on our team. I mean, you're not going to outwork her. Um, you know, she stays after practice. She's there before everyone arrives at practice. Um, you can't get her off, off that golf course. Um, so she has been definitely a rock for us. And the fact that she's returning is amazing. Um, as far as conference, that was just an unbelievable, you know, experience. Um, you know, the possibility of, you know, one of the days being rained out and only having it be a two day tournament. And, um, especially like you said, on, um, the legends course at Chateau Lawn, which is a very challenging course. Um, we played it very well. We went to the same mindset of sticking to our game. 
Um, so even though, you know, after that first round we were in, you know, third place, I wasn't worried. Um, I knew what this team was capable of. We knew what we were capable of and we came out and showed it and dominated. I mean, we broke a conference record for the largest margin of victory. Um, so it's, it was awesome to get center women's golf back, you know, in not just conference contention, but also national contention as well. I think the last time uh, we won a conference championship was back in 2014. So, yeah. Well, and I know there were some really good Rhodes teams that the, the, the Rhodes ladies had some really good teams. So setting that record is, is, is a very big deal. So, okay. I want to kind of turn the page to, to kind of looking forward here, but before I kind of get into the team, you know, we were fortunate enough to have Beth Ann Nichols on um, and, and, and her article talking about, the distance of factors in the, in the women's game. And, and, you know, she referenced a lot of the work that we've been doing in division three. And and now that I kind of have just a a pure women's golf coach, I really want to kind of like, we're moving the, the, you know, the minimums, the length from 5,800 to 5,600. Talk to me about sort of what you, what do you think that's going to do? How do you think that's going to prove things? I really want to get it from an, an insider perspective. I know what I think, but I really curious as to kind of get your opinion on that. Yeah, I think it's a great move uh, to a certain extent. I mean, you know, there's a, you know, ton of rain and, you know, you're not getting a lot of roll on the ball. It really does help. So um, instead of playing, you know, the number says 5,600 and realistically it's playing 5,800 due to the rain that you're getting. I think it's great. Um, I also think it's going to allow players to go low. It's really going to come down to short game. It's going to come down to wedges, pretty much anything. I would say 130 all the way down is what you're really looking at there. So you're going to see a lot of players be able to go low and put up some, some red numbers. Yeah. I, you know, I, I look at it as it, it returning it to a skill game. Right. And, and I think, cause I had some people ask me privately, like what 200 yards, does that make a big difference? I go, well, the problem isn't 18 holes. The problem is five or six holes. So if 200 yards across five or six holes makes a big difference from a hybrid in your hand to a seven iron in your hand. That, that, that makes a big difference to how well you're going to score. Um, so I, I think that's something I'm really looking forward to doing some comparing and contrasting, especially as we look towards the spring or in the fall and the spring to go, all right, let's see some tournaments that we played before and let's see where the stroke averages are on the women's side. Cause I think you'll see, a dramatic change. And I think you're right. I think the weather, which I don't think people appreciate is, you know, the PGA and LPGA plays most of their stuff in the summertime. Well, congratulations in college. We get like a month and a half of good stuff and maybe a month at the end. And the rest of it is fall and spring where you're getting longer, you know, longer golf courses just simply by conditions. Yeah. I mean, I think spring golf, I mean, realistically, the majority of the time you're playing lift clean in place, um, right. The majority of your entire spring season, but I also think in terms of the course setup, it's going to allow the tournament directors, it's going to allow the coaches and the pros to be able to challenge the, you know, the golfers in terms of, do I go for the green and two on this par five? Um, I think that's going to allow a lot of course management work on the coaches side and teaching the players some course management. Um, but it's going to be fun to see, like I said, I mean, you're going to be able to see some players go low. You're going to see yeah. them go into red yeah, number. I, I, I agree. Think, I, I yeah. think it's, I think it's one of those things where the, I think the, the, the one and two players from every team, it'll be a, okay, I can really score now, but I also think it's going to make the course more playable, the pace of play improve for the number five lady and the number six lady on the teams that honestly have never gotten to a par five and two. 
and, and aren't even coming close. It's just, all right, let's see if we can get there in three. Um, and I think that's, I think it's going to make it a, for a better experience for everybody. So I'm very excited about that. I'm, I'm glad that you share that opinion. I want to take a quick break to talk to you about our friends from Titleist. The gang of Titleist continues to outdo themselves. Um, you know, they already have the number one ball in golf. They've got great apparel, great clubs, great everything, right? Everything golf is great. But now they've partnered with your friends here at D3 Golf Guys. And I'm really excited to be able to say that we're going to have some custom logo D3 Golf Guys golf balls, Pro V1s and Pro V1Xs to give away at some tournaments later on this year. We'll get more details on that as we get down the path, but super excited that our friends at Titleist are partnering with us to help provide some fun stuff for you guys to win when the D3 golf guys are at your golf tournament. Now back to our interview with Coach Jane. So look, you know, Coach Jane, you got a pretty good squad coming back. You only lost one that I, that I know of, like, you got, I, I assume you got some more horses coming in. Let's talk about what your team looks like coming in next year. We have a lot of depth coming in. I mean, we have five players coming in, uh, into this, you know, freshman class. So, um, we're going to have a total roster of 12. Um, so I only like to keep my roster between eight and 12 and we're at the max already. Um, but honestly, you know, it's great that we have a lot of those returners who've had that national experience, that conference experience. Um, because when I took over the program, I only had three girls, uh, when I took over and I went from three to six to eight and now we're at 12. So to see the program back and to see how far it's grown since I've taken over, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, with, with the players coming in, we just have a ton of talent. I honestly cannot tell you what our top five is going to look like this fall. And that's a good problem to have as a coach for sure. Um, but it, it's going to be competitive. That's good. That's good. Okay. So I try to give every coach that comes on to do an interview a chance to kind of give me your pitch, right? Now is your chance to, for, to send this out to recruits, pitch me coming to play golf at center college. If I'm a young lady out there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to, a lot of great things to talk about in terms of center. I mean, one thing I think is amazing that you can expect an adventure of a lifetime. Right. I mean, you're getting a great education. You know, we've been ranked the number one college in Kentucky for, you know, five consecutive years running um, while also being a top 50 liberal arts college. Um, Part of that is our center commitment. So we guarantee our students are able to study abroad, get a research opportunity or internship and that they graduate in four years. And if that doesn't happen and it's the school's fault, they'll pay for your fifth year. you know, you're also joining a nationally ranked program, you know, that will be in contention to win championship, you know, championships in years to come. You know, we have an amazing culture that is based around our values of love, commitment and growth. We're competitive, but, you know, at the same time, we're a family at the end of the day. Um, so coming to a place like center, um, you know, you're in, even joining our program program, you're really gaining a full college experience. You know, you're receiving amazing education. You're competing at a very high level in golf, but you're also able to pursue the other passions um, that you want. You know, a lot of my players aren't just doing school and and golf. They're also involved in a lot of other clubs and organizations. A lot of my players are part of Greek life and being leaders within uh, their sorority. You know, a lot of them are joining economics clubs and uh, Christianity uh, clubs as well. And then some are admission tour guides. So you're really able to get like they said, like I said, that wholesome full college experience. 
um, that's great that center. But pay attention, coaches. That's how you do it right there. All right. <laughs> Just got to say, I'm ranking everybody that's done it so far. You're at the top of the list, coach. Um, <laughs> so kind of looking forward to the spring season. I don't, I didn't see anything on your website kind of had the schedule out, but where can we expect to kind of see you guys this, this fall in, in the early season? Uh, yeah, for sure. We're going to start out at Transy. So we're going to be the, doing the Transy's Invitational. So that'll be a fun local event for a lot of. I'm, I mean, the D3 golf guys may, may, be, may be in presence there over Labor Day weekend for that. So uh, for any of, those, uh, any of those D3 teams coming to Transy, uh, be on the lookout for a guy that may have some D3 golf guy stuff uh, on him. He'll hook you up with some swag. So uh, there'll be something in the, spe- in the bag, especially for you, Coach Jane. Awesome. Can't wait. Um, so, yeah, but we're doing Transy's event. We're excited about that. It's a local one. So a lot of, you know, uh, students who go to center could come out and watch. A lot of professors like to come out and watch as well. So we're excited about that. Um, you know, then we're going straight into Huntington. We always like to go to Huntington every year. Ashley has put on a great event every single year. and We love that uh, course as well. Um, so we're doing the Montgomery Invitational. Um, then we're going into golf week. Um, so we're going to do golf week and then we're also doing the homestead as well, which is Washington and Lee's invitational. Um, and then our B team is going to be able to get a chance since we have enough for a B team. Our B team is going to go to Illinois Wesleyan's event. Um, so we have a lot of, um, you know, amazing schedules, but I would say by far the fall is my favorite. You really get to see, you know, we have great weather. You're really able to see, you know, the players play well and go low. And then spring, we also have spring. Spring, we usually go to Savannah, Jekyll. This year, we're actually going to Redlands tournament. So we're going oh, to wow. go awesome. Um, and then finish up at conference. We may do Birmingham uh, Southern's Invitational as well. But, okay. you know, we don't, we go everywhere. That's and, awesome. It's a competitive field. We're going to go. Um, oh, so we have a great for that. And like I said, spring, we go south. <laughs> yes, that's, yeah, go that north. is the right thing. I know, I know, I know. And that was the hard part when, you know, I talked to to Coach Mo from Gustavus and he's like, we couldn't travel. We like, so he's like, he's got some stuff planned. Like, all right, we finally can get out of Dodge. Let's, let's go. Um, so I know. And I think the, the golf week down at Mission Inn and all that's going to be, uh, I think that'll be a big, that'll be a big tournament for a lot of people. So uh, I'm working on seeing if D3 golf guys can show up there too. You never know. Yeah, well, we got to uh, try and defend our title for that. So yeah, well, you know, gotta... champions of that one. So that's right. So, well, that's good. Uh, well, coach Jane, what else? Uh, anything else we could talk about? I mean, it's, it's up to you. I mean, you know, it's just, it's just an amazing place. I mean, I can't talk enough about center, but also, you know, I, the players have done an amazing job to rebuild this program to where it is now, but, um, you know, thank you for what you're doing. I mean, giving D three golf, you know, a voice, I like to say, um, and giving credit when credit's due. So, uh, but I, I just love D three in general. I mean, like you're really able to get the best of both worlds. Um, you're not going to find another division like it in that sense. And, um, so I, I enjoy it. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, people have always asked me like, what, what is it about it? Like, you seem so proud about it. I mean, I am I, like one, you don't understand if you haven't been in it. And and what I really love is talking to people who played it and then coached in it. Like, like I have, and you have where we like get it more than anybody else. It's like, no, 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 look, you got to understand. I know every kid at this tournament wants to be here. 
They don't have to be here. They want to be here. And not only that, they know they're probably not going to be playing on the PGA Tour, the LPGA Tour one day. They're going to get a real job, most likely. Now, do we have a few people? Yes. Are we rooting for those few people out there? You darn well better believe we are. But, you know, it's a, it's a unique experience. And it's one of the things that is, you know, this has kind of started to grow, which has been bizarre for me. You know, this was just a, oh, this is my little fun quarantine project that has b- ballooned into, uh, you know, okay, I, I better start putting out some content. People are starting to clamor for some more D3 stuff. So, um, but it's a very unique experience and one that I, I could not have loved more. I'm still, you know, I'm still around it. Like even before I was doing this, I was still involved. There, there are still people that go, Hey, what are you doing here? I haven't seen you in a couple of years. Like, Oh, well, you know, I try to get around and get around to a few tournaments. So. Um, yeah. It's, it's one where I won't want to coach any other division. I mean, just everything it provides the experience. I think that's the thing at the end of the day is the experience that division three provides these student athletes is just incredible, not just within golf, but, you know, through every other sport as well. So. Yeah. You get to be a regular student more than you do anywhere else, in my opinion. Yes, for sure. Right. And so you get to build relationships with non-athletes and do the other stuff. And some of my friends that went and played big time sports at division one schools, they didn't, they're like, we went to school with you. Like, they never saw them that they spent four years together and never knew people that when they went to school with, and that's just weird. Like, but all my D three people, we knew everybody that went to school at the same time as us from other schools, you know, it's like, all right, I guarantee you, you know, everybody that went to Denison and you, you know, that so in your class, like, right. Like, all right. Yeah. I, I knew all the guys at, at, at other schools when I was at. So, you know, that's just one of those things where it's like in D three, it's a little more like, you know, Hey, we are competing like, like crazy against each other. But at the end of the day, we all kind of go, no, 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 we're good. It's all us. We're good. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, um, I think that's the thing, right. I'm just saying at center, right. You're never going to hear me say, Oh, well you can't major in pre-med, right. That's too much work, but really just the majority of the D three schools, they're going to be like pre-med. You want to go to med school? Awesome. Come right in. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. Well, Coach Jane, uh, it was so nice having you on the podcast. Thank you very much. We're going to be following. Um, I'm going to make sure that uh, Riley's dad, I'm sure, will retweet this. Um, he's He's been very passionate on Twitter. Um, so I'll get my shout out in to, to Mr. Suter. Uh, but really appreciate you coming on the podcast and good luck to you this season. Thanks. Yeah, I will say the one thing I, I would like to do or at least take this time is to thank our parents. I mean, the parents' support has been amazing. That's one of the fun things that we missed out on this past season was not being able to go eat at a restaurant and have the parents come join us. So we wouldn't be where we're at without, you know, our team. And, you know, that's the parents, our athletic trainers, our strength and conditioning staff and the administration. So, um, you know, this past season we were, you know, making the quote of we're just getting started. Well, I can definitely guarantee you that we're ready to make some noise this season. So awesome. Coach, thank you very much. Yep. Thank you so much.